With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dry ride. I'm a professional driver. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Eat the World. I am your host, Solomon Rumble, and my lovely host, Afro Ajanu will be coming shortly, and tonight we are featuring the wonderful, the amusing, the, amusing, the charismatic, softly spoken, Helen from the city of Chi-Town. How are you doing this evening, softly spoken? Hey, How are you? I am wonderful. You know, I had to creep in. I had to stop preparing our foods a little early, so while I was cooking the food, I had to look in to the left of me. That I just happened to see, I was like, is that, is that her? That's all, yeah, that's softly spoken. Well, I definitely thank you for having me on the show. It is an honor because I'm amongst some very talented, oh, my goodness, y'all whole network is talented, and I really love coming through because I like the versatility that you all present to us, so I definitely thank you for having me here. I've been waiting for a year to have you on Eat the World. A year, softly. Oh, shucks. Well, I'm happy to be here today. <laughs> yeah, I had, you know, I got motivated. And then when I told my other beasts and things, I said, we're having a, a delicious delicacy of a delicatessen of some smorgasbords. For that woman softly spoken, they said, for real? They said, all right, we coming. But I had to prepare some special meals, you know, just for you, because I'll be your chef for this evening. Well, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I know you are a master chef, so I'm ready. So I will start this off with letting the entire world know up on this, up on this radio show that this woman right here, Miss Softly Spoken, the first time that I heard you was not on DSR, but was before that I ever really started going heavily on DSR, but I used to read your work. And then people in the shy, because I have family members in the shy, were telling me about my brother Oxygen. They were telling me, you know, certain things, and they said, softly spoken. I said, softly spoken? I said, what's she sound like? You made the South come out of me. So I said, what's she sound like? So when I heard you, when I heard your delivery, I was impressed. I said, oh, that's who Softly Spoken is. I said, mm-hmm, yeah. Then the more that I heard you, and as a hostess, you are fantastic yourself. Because I had the honor of being on the show with you or two, and I was like, oh, God, I want to give you a high five. But I knew that we were in different states, so it wouldn't look cool. So I was going to email you a high five. But since you in the studio with me, I'm just giving you a hug. Come on, bring it in. It's bigger than the both of us. Come on. Oh, you don't want a hug now? Too soon? Okay, I got no. you. No, no, wait. I was on mute. I'm like, I feel it. I feel the hug. And I was on mute the whole time. I, I just kept saying that. And 
you can hear me. So when you was like, you don't feel it, I'm like, oh, he can't hear me. That's why. Okay, okay. I was like, because I, I put a lot of love in this food and this meal. Now. Yes, yes. I love hugs. Ooh, good eating. Ooh, ready. All right, got it. Woo. She done made me do the Harlem Shake, and I ain't never been to Harlem. Oh. So tell the audience a little bit about you. What what created Softly Spoken as an artist? Well, all right. So a while ago, I've actually been doing this poetry internet for a while. Back in 06, I had first noticed POET Radio with Jamie Bond, Telegraphy Pins, Infinite the Poet. I mean, all these people were out here, and I was like, oh, my goodness. They got radio on the internet. Oh, this is this is the bomb. So I went on, and um, you know, when they called me, they were like, well, "What is your name?" And I told them my real name. I'm like, "My real name, Ashley." And they was like, oh, "Okay, so that's what you go by." I was like, um, "No, but okay." <laughs> and so when I had went to a POET event. I had wanted to join POET at the time. And basically, um, like Ice, who is the CEO of POET, he was like, you got to give yourself a name. And I'm thinking, so what should I name myself? And I really didn't want to have the same name, but I'm kind of finding out that my name is actually very popular amongst a lot of poets, songwriters, artists out there. I YouTube it. It's a lot of softly spoken out there of all races. Um, so in any case, I call myself softly spoken because if you ever meet me in person, I have a soft voice, but the spoken part is when I do my poetry because I have to project my voice so people can feel and also hear me because my voice is so soft. Oh, okay. I got you. Because, you know, around those time frames, I also was here and there because as a street poet, normally the venues that I spit pieces in were either outside, not really too many inside, or I would go inside, and I just hit so many shows, I just spit my pieces and leave. But I heard so much. I heard so many good things about you. What was the first poem that you remember that you wrote ever? So that I've ever wrote. The first poem that I ever wrote was called A Black Woman. Now, I don't have that poem. Um, my grandmother, she had it posted on her uh, refrigerator. But it's so old that we really can't read it. It was dedicated to my mother. Um, there was a contest um, back in fifth grade, and they asked us to do poetry. That's when, we, that's when I was introduced to poetry within the fifth grade. Like, you know, you had Cat in a Hat, but, you know, uh, further poetry at an advanced level, not too advanced, but just simple. I was introduced in the fifth grade, so I wrote A Black Woman. And it was, they liked it so much that uh, my teacher entered into a contest. I don't know how far it went because I thought that my voice uh, would not be good enough to speak it. They told me to do it in the talent show. I was so nervous because my voice was so soft. No one could hear me that I didn't want to do it. So my first title was uh, Black Woman. 
Why amazing? So, just with that title being said, you was just letting people know, you know, I a woman, hear me roar. But you wouldn't like roar. You was like, I a woman, hear me roar, girl. And you just, and you just, it's out like, oh shoot, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it, I'm actually amazed because when I was doing my poetry, I didn't get, like, no feedback from people. Like, people would listen to it, and they would just be like, oh, that's good, kind of brush it off. And I used to be like, man, do I suck, or am I doing something wrong? Do I not understand this type of life? You know, so that was my initial thought. And I actually have had people reach out to me, like, I read your words, keep right? And I was so shocked because a lot of people, they don't like it, they don't comment, you know, but when I stop writing for a while, they'll hit me up, like, what happened, why you stop? And I just, I just really be thinking, I don't think nobody read my words. Oh, I will be one of the first to say, a lot in our family read your work. A lot in the Beast Nation read your work. A lot of people in Team Hungry read your work. Quite a few people in uh, Eat Network read your work. A lot of artists I know read your work. But sometimes, you know what it be? I can personally, from experience, in 30 minutes, I can read about 40 to 50 poems, but not have time since I'm zipping, like I'm reading it. But to, to do a con do a comment, because I do a lot of in-depth comments to keep my mind steady, because I do a lot of thinking on a lot of different subjects at the same time, I end up saying like, but if I, and I, if I gave you a like with all the poems that I actually go through, that meant that I did, I stopped through and specifically paid attention and read your work to even put a like on it, because if I don't read your work, you can tell, because I normally don't like it at all. And if I comment, that meant I had enough time to really comment what I wanted to say. So, yeah, you got some people looking out very much at your work. And as that being said, while I'm cooking you your food, while I'm going back in the kitchen to cook your food, we also have the hostess Afro Ingenue on the line right now. Oh, man, I love Afro. From the first day I heard her, I was like, man, Afro? I just sit back and listen. I don't even have to say nothing. I just want to listen. Good evening, Softly. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eat the World. I am sorry for being a little tardy. Um, I had a date with a few uh, fairy guard children this evening, but I am here in your midst now. And I want to formally welcome you, Softly Spoken, to our table this evening, and we hope that you enjoy the sumptuous meal prepared for you because you are our star this evening. And I thank you uh, for those nice words that you said just now. I appreciate you. I mean, they're the truth. I'm telling you, Afro, the first time I heard you, you might see it. I'm like, dang. And so then I had to immediately ask you as a friend because I love poetry. I love the difference that it brings, and I definitely enjoy interacting with poets and um, artists that deal with trying to change the world. So I definitely love the positivity. Indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you so much this evening. But this evening is about you softly. I was listening in the wings as you were explaining and expressing to our Beast King, Charles, how you came about in terms of falling in love with poetry. Um, 
could you tell us exactly round about the time that that came again for those listeners who might be calling um, quickly? Just let us know quickly when that happened for you. I understand that it was grammar school years. And what, if you can, if you haven't expressed that before, what was the piece exactly, if you remember, that flipped on the light switch for you? Um, the piece was called Black Woman. It was dedicated to my mother. I wrote it in fifth grade um, because she inspires me so much. Um, raising five kids, I wrote it for her. It was like the best piece that I've ever wrote. I'm going to honestly tell you, even in fifth grade, if I could get it back, I would cherish it like it was gold. Wonderful, wonderful. And it is so wonderful to see that your love for poetry has not died one bit, nor has your love for society and how you wish to impact it uh, with spoken word slash poetry. If I could ask you quickly, softly, what do you plan to be doing with your given, your divinely given gift? Uh, I want to say maybe between the next three and five years. Where would you like to see yourself um, inside the, the artistic collective and with your your talent and your gift? Well, um with my poetry, I would like to reach those and teach those, but I also want to be taught by individuals because I want to come together and kind of change the mindset, if I could, with the knowledge that I have received, but also receive knowledge from the elders. So basically, I'm going to go into the streets, um, donate as much as I can, talk and educate um, as much as I can, and definitely make sure that I am part of the change that is needed for this world. Indeed, indeed. That is wonderful. Uh, proactivity is a must. It's essential nowadays in our community because we're faced with so much, and we need doers as well as talkers. Thank you so much. Beastie? Yes, yes. Yes, sir. I hand the mic back over to you for just one moment. Of, of course, of course. I made your fresh fruit plate, and I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> for you right. Now. Okay. <laughs> now, softly spoken, Queen, softly spoken. I'm here. I know a piece for us. I do. Um, it is my signature piece. Uh, this piece came from I was talking to Miss Conception Poetess. And she was like, so who is softly spoken? And she said, define you in a piece. And I couldn't I couldn't think about it at first, but then eventually I got it together, sat down, collected a little bit, and um and this is what I came up with. This is my signature piece. Good evening. Let me introduce myself. I'm my alter ego, same woman, but a different goal. I'm in words paradise. I play nice. I'm sensually word tasty. Words impregnate me, and then I endure hours of mind labors, then I burst poetry pieces. I release air out of my mouth at a steady beat. And even when I go to sleep, I mumble sweet harmony as if I am a trap on repeat. See, I'm that deep into this craft. My words is my product, and it has no expiration date. I got patience because it's my virtue. I got words that will cut you, and I don't have to curse to alert you that I deserve respect. See, I can be your best friend, or I can be your worst enemy. I have low tolerance for people who contain drama tendencies, but I dig positivity because it brings out the best in me. 
I feel relationships will go get us not lazy, sitting or complaining bitters. I am a poet. Words flow through my mind like blood through my veins. The deep thoughts released out of my mouth like clouds released to rain. God gave me a voice to be heard, to express words in the simplest way, swayed away from evil, but towards positive displays of action, giving satisfaction to be successful in his war. I am God's angel not to be ignored. I maintain dignity. I have serenity, and I am the epitome of positivity. I am a poet. I have something to say. Not just anything, but the things that ignite you to live a better way like a message. I am a poet. Words express my joy, happiness, pain, and tell the story of my life. I deal with the day-to-day pressure as I write. My words are loud when you replace them in your mind, but my voice is soft. I am softly spoken. And peace. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Basically, what you have to say too, too softly about her signature piece. For the people who are listening, we would like the name of your signature piece, Queen. Oh, I'm sorry. The name of the signature, it, it's just a signature piece. Uh, it's, I would title it, I Am Softly Spoken. All right. Thank you. That right there is why I have been waiting. For an entire year to get you on this show. Because you summed up your uniqueness and your greatness and your sleekness in that piece right there. That piece reminded me like the first time that I ate this jambalaya, right? It had the little spiciness to it. But it had all the ingredients to make a very delicious concoction. You did a Fabulous, wonderful job. I'm such a groupie right now. I don't care if everybody knows it. I'm a groupie of soft spoken right now. Well, wow. I, I got something to admit. Like, when I used to hear Beast King, or still do, when I hear him spit, I get all excited. Like, oh, my goodness, who is he going to be today? I swear. I, ooh, and when you did that, that three-week collab, I was like, ooh. See, that's, that's talent. I got to set my game up. I, I swear. I've been a goofy. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I'm humble. You know, I just eat. But you, you ate. So we, so it's a group, it's groupy love. I, you know, you group, I'm group, everybody group. But I just appreciate you so much. I'm going to cook you some extra food on top of that, make you some dessert and pour your champagne. How about that? This dinner table going to be good tonight. Um. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> now, my goddess Afro Ajanu, what you got to say about that delicious treat she just gave us? Thank you so much, Beastie. I was listening to the piece, and um, it is very, very passionate, I must say. the part, One of the parts that stuck out to me, that pulled at my heart, and I would agree, um, since uh, becoming friends with you on Facebook and looking at your posts, when you said, I am God's angel not to be ignored, that touched me so much because as I read you and have gotten to know you through your posts and now in sharing this time with you this evening, I would agree so much that it would be a disservice of heaven itself and all the citizens thereof 
if you were ignored. And since I believe that heaven and earth must be in unison for things to get done, it's time for the earth citizens to take notice of you as well. And so I agree, you are not to be ignored. You are a powerhouse, and you are a thing of beauty in and of itself. And so I thank you for that piece this evening. It fits you. You definitely are softly spoken, but you have a quiet power about you at the same time. Well, I thank you, Afro. Again, um, I have been following you almost for a year now. And um, like I said, it is a great thing to be amongst powerhouses, and I'm just excited to be here. Well, I'm happy to be here with you, definitely saluting you this evening. My goodness. Beastie, what else is on deck? Yes, we have we have quite a few people coming to the dinner table this evening, but you know, since this is it's softly spoken time, I she got the the goddess chair. Uh, you already got your goddess chair. So nobody's African <laughs> chair. But I made a special one with my blood, sweat and tears for softly spoken. It, indeed. Queens recognize queens and we can coexist peacefully together, so no doubt. So that means we want to hear another piece from you softly. Will you do this? The honor. Yes, yes. All right. Well, I'm going to let y'all decide. I have two pieces in mind at this moment. Um, I have one that's, that's titled, I Will Not Apologize. I have one that's, that's titled, She Taught Me. Which one do, would you like to hear? Well, I'm a gentleman, so ladies first. Which one would you like to hear, Afro? Whatever you say, I, I will agree with. I think I would like to hear, I will not apologize. Yes. Mm-hmm. All righty. The title of this piece is called, I Will Not Apologize. Um, just a short, I wrote this piece today. It's basically saying, I won't apologize for being softly spoken. Here we go. I will not apologize for being me, softly spoken. My nickname on the poetry scene with the mind aimed to inspire and educate, learn from my peers and relate to the people. I don't believe we should be segregated. We were born on this earth to segregate both and naked, which equals equal. I won't apologize for my skin color or my black hair, or my tendency to have an attitude where I want to be successful and be respected, or my I don't care attitude in reference to drama and hate. See, I yes, I had to take it there because it's a mental epidemic where people judge me for my decisions and whatever. I'm ready, I'll do something with it. See, I won't apologize for seeking better. If I come up, I expect you to realize that I did not look up. I became fed up and changed my thoughts and my head up and secure in my life. See, I won't apologize for wanting to succeed or believing in my dreams. Now that I believe in your know that I will believe in yours. Trust me, I don't keep tally of scores. I'm equally happy to see another person succeed. So if you got a problem with me after you realize you're the problem, no, I do accept apologies, but you will not hear an apology for me for being me. I will not apologize. In peace. <laughs> don't apologize. Tell <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, softly. Mm. Oh, gosh. BC, what do you have to say, my gentleman? What do you have to say to this? Oh, my goodness. She got food, food. You're going to get so much food today. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm bringing out secret ingredients for you, softest. 
I love <laughs> that you got up on the stage and was like, see, because I'm a visual poet, so every word you say, I can see. I could see you on a podium in front of a whole bunch of naysayers, and you telling them without a microphone because your voice cannot be clarified with a simple mic, and the octave of the room is perfect for your voice to echo amongst the whole crowd saying, I want to apologize for me being who I am. You need to apologize for you not believing in yourself. Did you walk away, switching, with your heels on? Did you look back, like, yeah, I did it? Mm-hmm. Now you can clap. I can hear <laughs> the audience. I can hear the command, like, the audience is all paused, and they want to clap, but everybody looking at, the, at each other like, man, did she say we can clap yet? Did you get the signal? I don't know, man. Let me see. Man, can I look at it? <laughs> I don't know. All right. I love that piece. I'd like to add to to that. I loved when you said, I will accept apologies, but I will not apologize for being me. That I loved because people tend to observe you, formulate their own opinions, whether they're accurate or not, and then go on to, to base the rest of their association with you however they will. And it's nice to be able to have one hand on the mic and the other hand on your hip and say, you know what, if you want that the spirit move you, you can say sorry for thinking so little of me. But because I think so largely of myself, yet I'm humble, I'm not going to apologize because I I am intentional. And that's beautiful. That is an ode and a declaration to high self-esteem. And that's beautiful. We need to have it. It's necessary. That's beautiful, Tuffy. Well, I thank you. I definitely thank you. Yes, ma'am. We have, we have another uh, a guest that just entered and got onto the table, and I'm going to open up their mic so they can hear the softly spoken and also so she can hear them. So you can sit and relax for a minute. I'll give you a massage, you know, whatever you need, softly spoken. I'm at your disposal. Well, Half of your disposal, because I don't want, you know, I got to make sure my my queen on the show is satisfied. But I, I, I can give you some special stuff, too. That's All right, I thank you. Definitely good. Now, their mic is open. Uh, how's it going? Um, this is uh, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Um, I'm a fan of all of y'all. Um, it's a, a, a great show for a song, you know. Um, Welcome, my brother, to Eat World, and we're featuring the Lady of the Hour. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, her poetry is, is, is impressive. I mean, I'm just speechless, you know. I'm, um, I'm a DHR member uh, showing some love. I'm a new, I'm the, I'm the newbie with DSR, but you know I'm showing so much uh, love for um, the poetry is so dynamic. It just, it speaks a lot of um, volume, you know, and it's just, it's, it's that type of poetry that you can take with you and, and just be inspired. 
Well, hello, my dear five brother. Let me let me just chime in and say hello. I don't want to miss saying hello to you. I thank you for coming through and supporting me and these key and Afro. I really love these two and Eat Network and HDR. I love all of them. You should really continue to support them. They are some fantastic and talented people. Okay. And, I, you know, I, I listened to um, Charles Beach King, and he's, I mean, man, you are, you are dynamic, man. You, you, when you do a poem, I mean, it's like, I just have to listen to it. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you are a powerful brother. Afro, you're a powerful sister, you know, y'all keep eating. You know what I mean? Thank you so Uh, much. Appreciate you. I know you I got, know. I got a poem called Black in America, but I want to know. I, I have a question though. Uh, I want to ask the feature a question and do my poem. Can I do that, or? Of course you can. Okay, I want to know. We all have challenges as poets. Um, one of the biggest challenges that you face as far as being a poet, um, softly spoken. Confident. I'm going to be honest, when you're dealing with different people, you're dealing with different attitudes. So, you know, you always have to keep that confidence up. You know, um, some of the elders used to teach me, say what you mean and mean what you say. And be careful also because people are listening to you. You may be an influence on their life that you might not even know it, so always be an example. So I kind of every day be cautious with how I present myself to the world. And that's a struggle because if I felt like I did something wrong, it would hurt me more than it would hurt them. So I try to be humble and I try to stay praying to God to help me um, be careful and order my steps. So that I would just say maintain confidence and always be humble um, and uh, stay in it no matter when the bumps come because they will come. Amen. Thank you for the uh, answer. I, I, I'm loving your answer, all the your footsteps in the word. Um, and, and I just want to say, just stay confident. Uh, you know, and your poetry is just going to be elevated. But as great as you are, there will be weapons coming against you. As long as you have that confidence, no weapon can tear you down. So, you know. But, um, okay. I do have a poem called Black in America. Mike you ready? Mike right. Excuse me as I present my blackness. We need to stop the madness. I'm tired of the limits. We need to go back to pay visits. I see the dogs biting black people. No justice if it's all legal. We need to be starving. Join in as we start marching. We shall overcome the thoughts of the enslaved. We must be able to persuade why voice not be in a cage. I'm so I'm so tired, sick and raged. Black in America, dropping a nuclear bomb. Visions of the emissions, I remain calm. Seeing the smoke of a proud day, we must never go away. I will subtract foolish pride. I will add knowledge that can't be denied. I will subtract the ignorance. I will add memories of the innocence. I will 
be more than the piston born black free in the eyes of crowd releasing the chamber to be wheels moving like the once black live for all opportunities they were able to give. I stand tall, fighting the downfall. As I recall, we still for all like the horn. God heard the prize. Live sacrifice for the cause that there's never a vein that dies like the fire hoses can't wash us out wash out the fight. We must keep going for what's right black in America, something we live for the rest of our lives, never be enslaved by lies as we become wise. We saw the man charismatic lyrical lynching. Black in America, be protected from the vulnerability. Being black to me is my responsibility. Turn me on, wrap me up, and just cross the finish line. DSR, in peace. <laughs> that is my brother that represents that DSR, that, that hang yeah. out with HDR, that roll the roll with the beast from time to time. My brother is many facets. He's loved in many different areas for just being himself. And that poem is is a concentration of just him being him. So I, I just love the way you just being you. And no one else could do it like you, so I really appreciate that piece. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm into cars and, and all kinds of vehicles, and that is true. But when it comes to that conscious piece, it's just being a black. I never forget that I am a black man in America. Um, you know, the, you did a poem called I'm Not Apologetic, and it hit home, you know, that you won't apologize well, like being a black man in America, um, and you know, I'm always there for conscious pieces. I I hope that you know when I do my poetry that it may inspire somebody else. And, and I feel like my poetry is not just for me; it could be for somebody else as well. Very very true. What you feel about that piece, softly spoken? I feel like. You need to continue to speak that piece. And I I definitely, definitely encourage you to continue to be bring that piece to life, continue to be part of the change. And, you know, you said I am black and I am part of the problem, not because you're black, but you're part of changing the problem because you are black. So I definitely... I definitely like that piece. I love conscious pieces. Um, definitely can't wait to this show come out next month. And I definitely thank you for coming in and support. Uh, always, always. I mean, I'm just, uh, I just met you, DSR uh, assistant, and uh, just uh, the more I hear you, the more I'm just so amazed at you. Well, I thank you. I truly do. Thank you so much, so much. Now, as you express yourself, eventually we're going to have you on the show as well, my brother. And when I tell you when we have a show, it's going to be a real car show. Okay. I'm, I'm bringing the uh, big out. I'm bringing the, I'm bringing the 64 Impalas. 
I'm bringing Are you some. The Crown Vicks. I'm bringing the Crown Vicks. I'm bringing the old school and the new school. There's gonna be so many artists from every genre on that show. You don't think you in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah, I'm into cards, man. I'm into cards. If you, you know, I, I've been on your uh, page, and um, I, you know, I, I like the art that you bring. Uh, um, I know you to uh, African American art. Um, yes. And uh, I just, I, I'm kind of curious. What, what is your favorite cards? You know, when I ever go on your page, I like to see, you know, what, what would you be rolling in? <laughs> if, if I have my choice and my true desire would be a 64 Impala with the white walls, everything original, royal blue. Okay. Yeah. If I had to, that's if that Yeah, I'm a classic individual. Them fancy smancy cars, they cool. But I I want something solid that I know it don't even have to it walk the walk without having to talk to talk. Because when you ride in that, most people when you turn around the corner, you ain't got to drive super fast to get attention. You drive around there slow. People stop drinking pop, drinking their juice. Whatever they was eating, they forget where their mouth at. They be uh, you know, it's like two miles an hour, so everybody sees you. You know it. <laughs> That's true. So just sit back, relax at the dinner table, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. All right, then. Goddess Afro Ajinu. Yes, BC. I had a bonus because since Softly Spoken was here, I had a bonus piece that's an extension of a piece that I wanted okay. to do just for her while the other people are getting ready to uh, come forth from the dinner table. And okay. actually, that, that sounds wonderful. What else? What else? When I say this piece, I'm you might blush a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm 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 ready. I, I've been ready. I've been ready. I know it's my feature, but I've actually been waiting on you and Afro to go. I know it's my feature, but um, I have been waiting. I'm gonna bring a little old school back in y'all lives, cause I'm still, you know, I'm old school and you and new school at the same time. Now I'm asking people a question. What happened to love nowadays? Now, love has been perpetrated with so much lust, and everybody's saying that I just want to feel her body and just her touch, but they ain't talking about nothing that has to do with love anymore. They're talking about getting her in between the sheets to make sure that they bring forth the heat, but they ain't talking about love anymore. What happened to, I don't know much about history. I don't know much about biology. Don't know much about the science books. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I do know if you love me too. What a wonderful world this could be. See, if I could rewind the hands of time, I would make love go back to those days. Where when you just smile and she smile and it is so versatile and you saying you ain't seen a woman with so much beauty in the wild. Like, what happened to being charismatic anymore? What happened to the romance anymore? 
Why did the replacement of her being your beauty, your queen, and your goddess be bitch and slut and whore? What happened? What happened to just holding her hand and understanding the entire universe when you look between her eyes? Not thinking about how slender or tender rise or the good cushion in between her thighs. What happened? What happened to that real love where you could just say, yeah, this is how I feel, love, and that love to make sure that if anybody disrespects your woman, you want to kill love? What happened? But not really just taking it to the point of no return that you could get locked up in a cell type of love. I mean that if you disrespect a woman, I'll punch you so hard your face go to hell type of love. What happened? What happened to the point of you just holding her hand and embracing and the skin touches skin and then you knowing in your heart that finally I can win? It got replaced with, ooh, nana, look what you done started. And it went to that Trey Songz type of fuck. Yeah, I said it. Trey Songz type of fuck because most of the time when he talking ain't shit to do with love. It's talking about smacking it from the back, making sure the cat is nice and fat, and I know that girl like it when I fingered her like that. See, love got replaced with lust. Everybody want to touch in between her good good instead of just knowing how she is, so what is up? No one wants to do mental stimulation no more. They want to do verbal vibration some more. I mean, they want to do so many different common sutra positions that I could hit her from the bedroom to the hallway to the insides of the kitchen. See, love has been replaced with lust. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm an L7. I'm far from a square because I do care because most of the time when you get into the mental situation, it brings forth nothing but smooth vibrations, but you also want to get into the sexual temptation of seeing what her body feels like. What? But I just want to reverse the time back to the past where love really did last. And the most charismatic things that a man could say is way beyond just seeing the shape and the crevice of her ass. I want to go back to those back-in-the-day type of love. Then I just want to stay type of love. The one that you can just say with the grace of God that we'll stay forever type of love. That love that really brings forth marriage type of love. Not everybody just want to fuck and suck and touch and rub and say, I don't want her to hug nothing but the back of my nuts. See, love has been switched with lust. But people like lust a little bit more. It's paraded around every TV screen just a little bit more. Now women want to be the baddest bitch and behind or even open doors want to be that out cold whore. I'm like, man, what the hell was we even fighting for? See, we used to fight for love. We used to get a, a married and have a wife for love, but now it's like touch. Man, this girl's so thick in the way she's so slick, I just want to hit this chick. And yes, I'm going to call her a bitch when I pull her hair and twist her nipples a little bit and then I rub her stomach just a little bit. I want to make her toes curl when I dig deep inside her world just a little bit, but not because I love her. It's because I just want to fuck her and just add another notch to my belt. See, most of the people don't know what love means because don't nobody really love themselves. A lot don't. Some do. So when the people that do, when they kiss your lips, you can feel the embrace of those lips. And then the embrace of the lips is like the embrace of the hips because when you kiss, just a kiss. It stimulates every neuron inside your brain until most of your body starts to go insane. And without you saying it telepathically, you telling her, girl, you was off the chain. I want to buy you a house, a kitchen, a car, and everything, and without even saying it, just from the embrace of these lips, you automatically get the wedding ring. See, I miss that type of love. See, I don't know. And now when it goes back to just a little bit of that time, and you understand what's really going on with a person's mind, you understand that it's more 
in her mind than her behind in her spine. So I, I implore people. I adore people. But I tell them just to look back in the past because that's where love really did last. Instead of just saying, man, I just want to put my face in a special place and tongue deep in her ass. I want people just to look back at this. I don't know much about history. I don't know much about biology. I don't know much about the science books. I don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I do know if you love me too, what a wonderful world this could be. And eat. Epic. Um, um, first off, can I say that I love that piece? And I'm thinking to myself, hey, that's some type of love. That's some type of love. Mm, mm, mm. What happened to that love? Where it go? Be seen. You already know how I feel. I know. I know. Thank you, Salkin. You got me blushed. You know, the chef can't be blushing, but I blush for you. It's beautiful. What you feel about that piece, Afro? Or are you blushing too hard? No, because I'm used to you. I know how you do. I will say that I've heard this piece before, and I loved it now like I loved it then. And I'm in agreement. Um, that kind of love um, where a war is raged or waged against society in order to win and keep this woman's hand. I would say that it does exist because men still do dote on women and they cherish them and they treat us as the precious flowers that we are. But the problem is it's not uh, that many, or at least that many, not that many acknowledged anymore. And so for you to step forward and speak on behalf of yourself as well as them, I think it's a wonderful thing uh, because the question of the millennium is where is the love? It exists, but we need to see it come surging back forward again. At least I would, I would like to see it happen um, for people. Thank you. Welcome. And guess what? Softly spoken. Ooh, what's up? What's going on? The CEO himself has came to tell you hello himself. You know this, brother. You definitely know this, brother. Welcome to Eat the World, Mr. Kane Spade. Appreciate the welcome, Beast King. Mr. CEO, what's going on? What's going on, Softly Spoken? Congrats on your feature. What's up to you, uh, Afro? I hear you. Good evening, King Spain. Thank you for joining us, brother. Hey, no problem. I got to say, uh, both of those pieces from Afro and Beast King is off the chain. And uh, at first, I thought I was on, like, the wrong show because kept hearing all these pieces from Softly Spoken. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I hear Softly, and, uh, you know, because she's been, uh, you know, busy for a minute. I'm like, damn, Softly Spoken is kind of raining with the pieces. <laughs> I've been hiding them. I've been hiding them. I see, I see. You know? 
don't want to make you apologize or nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I definitely had to show, uh, you know, love and support to Softly Spoken. You know, it's been a pleasure having her as a DSR member. You know, she's been handling her business, so I have to know features. And, uh, you know, it's great to hear you being featured on Beast Nation. Also, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, other DSR member, Auto Mac. I heard you, man. Thanks for showing support to your fellow member. Definitely. So I know, I know you ain't just came. I got the buffalo wings, and I got the nuclear sauce because I knew you was coming. <laughs> yeah, you remember that uh, nuclear? Yeah, matter of fact, I am making some homemade stuff right now. Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna have to snatch those from the beast king because can't know. I've been itching for his hot wings for forever. So I'm going to have to snatch those. He can't have them. I'm sorry. I'm stingy. But I'm going to have to just start snatching them. All right. All right. I hear you, Softy. I guess I'll let it go this time since you're being featured. But after the day, uh, the wings are mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, I got a piece right here. It's all about Book Awakening the Poet. I wanna I'm gonna dedicate this piece to softly spoken. Oh snap. You know, uh this piece kind of reminds me of softly spoken. The title of the piece is called Unlimited. Yeah, it goes like this. Writing. Sometimes even I don't know why I do it. Maybe this is the best way to express myself. My brain abnormal when I'm speaking, I'm a different person. However, as I start to write, it seems I could be on an intellectual level, using brain cells that I didn't know exist. The noise of the world just went mute. Concentration took control of my being, got readers absorbing the words that seem. My limitations are known on the computer screen. My dream, a writer, a recognition, my goal, my mission. What haters? Ha! Don't make me laugh. Writing to me is an intervention, my divine path. No detours, intersections of forks in the road. When I'm writing, I'm hardcore still, I can be that bold. My self-description to be unlimited for everybody to know. DSR, all day, then peace. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I ain't never heard that game, but you already know. That's me. Oh, yeah. That's me. Um, I'm going to have to get that again. And um, are you going to, is that in your book, Awaken the Poet? <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, Sophie. I mean, you know, I had to pay homage to you. You know, it was your feature on Beast Nation, Beast King doing it. Afro Ajinu is doing it. You know, definitely shout out to all of y'all. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. What do you feel about that piece, Afro the Goddess? Thank you so much, BC. Ken, 
I always appreciate when you fall upon a scene um, because, you're, first of all, you're very manly, but at the same time, there's something cuddly about you. <laughs> and I like when you do come and you spit a piece, you do so authoritatively. And I most definitely will have to agree with you in terms of your talent, in terms of Softly's talent, and any person inside the artistic movement. We are unlimited. The only hindrance and the only blockage are the ones that we create ourselves. And so that's most definitely a wonderful declaration for yourself and ode to Softly by speaking of the unlimited power that we have for people. And I look forward to us moving along in our movement that is the arts so that we can impact people. Because we have, once again, back to the title, we have unlimited possibilities in how we can positively affect them and begin to create the change that is so needed in society, beginning with each person's individual self. And so, salute to you, Kane Spade. Hey, hey, thank you, Afro. You know, I'm really humbled by that uh, that feedback that you just gave me right there. I mean, thank you. Very, uh, yeah, very well descriptive, and you're welcome. And uh, yeah, Afro, you blew my mind with that feedback. I didn't know you was gonna say all that, Afro. <laughs> well, I listen. I when I'm when I'm in the midst of somebody or I'm reading the pieces, I'm very observant, and I pay attention. I listen and I see everything. And so, yeah, that was, that to me, that was, that was artist speak, that was man speak, that was proud African speak, that was king speak, just in a one word alone, unlimited. That means you're not boxed in. There's much freedom in that. Indeed, indeed. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah, before I go, can I say uh, one more shout-out? Can I give one more shout-out? You may. All right. I mean, also, I mean, I don't know if y'all do notice or not, but Softly Spoken does have a track. And I do have tracks of all my DSR members, you know, coming soon. Look up DSR Fire Productions on SoundCloud.com. Uh, softly spoken, and uh, Ashley misspilled a T. Got their own track on there, so check them out. Free downloads. Every DSR member giving free downloads right now, and uh, make sure y'all tune in tomorrow for uh, DSR presents Full Purpose Pens with Mr. Boston, 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TalkShoe.com. Awesome, Ken Spain. If you could, could you post those links inside the event room on Facebook for those people who want to listen to the people in your DSR family, the musical tracks you have prepared, also so that if they wanted to come and, and listen to Mr. Boston tomorrow night, they could do so. All right, no problem. We'll do. I will do that tonight. Thank you. Welcome. Hey. Yes, yes. What are we doing next? I'm so excited about this show tonight. Oh, well, first and foremost, we have to give a shout-out to, we have guest 10, guest 11, guest 12, and guest 13. Welcome to Eat the World with Afro Ajnu and the Master Chef, Beast King. And we are featuring the beautiful, the wonderful, the charismatic, the awesome, the amazing. I could say so many words about this woman, but it's not enough. 
Softly Spoken. We're giving you a shout-out and the Queen of Love, Tigress, CEO ACR. We're giving you a special shout-out as well. Thank you for coming. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for coming to Grace us this evening. Hey, hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness, thank you for coming. I cannot wait to hear everybody tonight. I'm definitely so excited. I know it's about me, but I really love poetry, and I I love hearing others more than I do myself, but okay. And the next one that's going to be coming to the room is no, she has no shame in her game, and her pen is kind of, been kind of strong. No, it's very strong. At Team Hungry, we call her Lady Piranha. Has walked into the room. Hello, Lady Piranha. Welcome to Eat the World with the goddess Afro Ajanu and the master chef Beast King. And our feature for this evening, Softly Spoken. Hello, hello, you guys. How are you all doing? Congratulations, my sister, on your feature. Oh my goodness, hey. Oh my goodness, hey. I am in for a treat. You know I'm happy. I got these cheeks smiling. So I'm going to go back on mute, but I'm happy. <laughs> Good evening, Lady Parada. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that whatever it is that you say within the next few moments is going to be a treat. Because I'm in agreement with Beast King. You have, whew, you have a potent pin. You're very assertive, and you're very direct with your rendering, and you're very confident. And that's real beautiful to see up on the mic, most definitely. You look like very much the lady, but when you come in, you touch the mic, it, it, it's done. And so I'm, I'm excited to see what you're going to say. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm ready whenever you guys are ready. Oh, the mic is yours. Uh, this is a self-conscious piece titled A Baby's Cry. A baby, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Mama, sorry. Please forgive me. Mommy, mommy is hard to breathe. Tell that man to stop beating on me. I feel his fist by by a blow. Mommy, what is a bitch in a hoe? What are you going to do to help me? Please, please, where is my daddy? Many nights I listen to a tender man's voice shimmering around me. Mommy, can he understand me? I overheard him speak my name and rang in my eardrums. Genesis, Genesis. Mommy, can that man protect me? I know you're trying, but he can't help you. I'll ask him for myself. Sir, sir, if you can hear me, my name is Genesis. My mommy needs help. She is too ashamed to ask it for herself. She can't handle the man alone. He stuck something into my once comfortable home. I lost a little bit of room in here, and I've cried so many silent tears. You love my mommy, so you must love me too. Oh, please, oh, please save us. I like to experience this world. I can't promise I won't be trouble, but I want a chance. I may be crossing a line, but I thought I asked you to be my daddy. 
I love you unconditionally. I hear about my father. Is he a troubled man? I don't understand right, but it causes my mommy to cry and makes me shiver every night. Will you treat my mommy right? Sir, 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 if you can hear me, open your heart and arms to me. I'll be born momentarily. Baby, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Black Piranha, Team Hungry, this Nation, in Heat. Um, first off, you are so talented. I heard you yesterday. I've heard you several times throughout the year. And it is always a pleasure to hear you because with your versatility, it helps touch every word that you are saying. I It touched my heart. And um, I definitely appreciate you for coming through and sharing the versatility that you carry. I appreciate you. Thank you. Afro, what you feel about that piece? I think that when she penned the piece, to me, in my opinion, she penned it as a mother who just so happened to be a poet. And in it is teeming with compassion, with empathy, with concern. And it just got... It just got love just flowing all over it as if it was just a wonderful, wonderful homemade, heart-made delight and her, her, her concern about youth was just drizzled all over it. It was a wonderful thing of beauty. And what I think added to the ambiance of it was the versatility when she began and she closed with a song. That sounded to me like it was a um, a, a lullaby, and children love that because it, it brings a calm and it brings a peace, not only to the child but to the mother. And then in the middle of that was the spoken word, full of concern, but at the same time the power and the directness and the assertiveness that I spoke of before. So to me, it was a wonderful, wonderful sandwiched masterpiece. And like I said, I'm always confident that when Lady Piranha stepped forth, that she brings something potent, and she brings something important into the game. And so I thank you so much for gracing us with that and for gracing softly spoken with that. Thank you. Excellent. All, all I can say is excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. All, I, all I can say is about that, that's more than a piece that was, that was soul stern. And the way that that piece is delivered and dropped, it could open up so many doors for so many individuals because of the subject matter. And it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of mothers that's gone through situations. And that's the amazing thing about her creativity; she can affect millions of people. That's a poem that can affect millions of women that's gone through a, a terrible situation and. The child, because you know, I'm known for. I've done a piece where I was talking from the womb aspect, as the baby being born and the situations going on the outside. Women that are pregnant now that that don't that are silent 
on a lot of different issues, that piece spoke words that they would never be able to speak in their life. So that's like a life-changing piece. So that's very, very deep. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ooh. Now, you know what you get for that piece? You get cake, ice cream, cookies. We got fruit bowls, fruit cups. We got fettuccine alfredo. We got, well, yeah, I'm not a cook. I'm burning kitchen, girl. Burn in the well, kitchen. I'm going to eat with y'all tonight. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to eat with y'all tonight because I like cookies, pies, and cakes. So I'm going to sit with y'all tonight. I got that. And you get a bonus. I got you a free shiatsu because I knew you was coming. Thank you. <laughs> It's not a machine, it's a dude named Shiatsu, and he do the same things. Oh, well, I'm going to go check him out. I thank y'all very much for letting me share that piece. Thank you so much. Now, Ms. Softly Spoken, how are you enjoying your feature so far? Oh, I'm having a good time. I'm having a real good time. I always have a good time when I'm on Eat Network, HDR. Oh, my goodness. I just be sitting here like, ooh, who's next? Ooh, they going to bring something good. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I'm bringing in the flambe. And the flambe is coming all the way from New Jersey. And I know the goddess Afro is going to smile when I open this mic. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Eat the World with the Goddess Afro Ajanu, the Master Chef Beast King, and our beautiful feature, Softly Spoken. Welcome. Hello, how's everybody doing on tonight? Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it was right. <laughs> I, yes. I got it. <laughs> Wow, I just um, really wanted to stop through and send my congratulations to Softly Spoken and definitely to Queen Afrojanu, as well as you, Beast King, and the whole EAT Network. So definitely wanted to do that on tonight. Thank you, thank you. You know I love me some of you. So when I, I saw you. New Jersey, I got excited. <laughs> I was in a whole nother nirvana. I says that my that's my that's ooh that's my IG yeah I started getting another chef outfit just for you with my gloves <laughs> and everything I called you know, I the whole half to come in <laughs> oh wow thank you I'm humbled you know I'm re- I'm really humbled by that thank you for the love and um, your constant support I really appreciate that. Goddess Afro. Yes, I'm a little dumbstruck right now um, <laughs> because I because I <laughs> I appreciate Queen Easy on so many different levels, and I was wondering because even though I'm co-host now, I think I've shifted just a little bit to groupy boat myself, and I was <laughs> and I was I was wondering if you were going to come through if you had it in you to serenade us here at, at Eat the World and, and to, to say a special poetic hello to Softly Spoken. Do you have it in you? Uh, I do have a piece 
um, that I did a while back um, that I wrote for a challenge on uh, BPC. So uh, I, I never recited the piece, and it's not a long piece, but um, I wanted to to share it uh, on tonight. And and the piece is called uh, "In Between My Thighs." Hey! Ready, 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 ready. All right. Thank you. Heaven in between my thighs. We know how to make each other's natures rise. Taking each other to a paradise that is way beyond the skies. Between my thighs. We explode like fireworks on the 4th of July, and its sweetness tastes better than warm, sweet potato pie. Yes, right here in between my thighs. We take our time, staring deep into each other's eyes. Go deeper, deeper, deeper back. We are each other's drug. We flying high. No condemnation in between my thighs. Feeling so good, we both bellow out vocals of love cries in between my thighs. Do with me what you will, cause at this very moment, all time is standing still. Fulfill in between my thighs. Venus and Mars, we are shooting stars, strumming each other like Spanish guitars. I, you, we, Want to be where we are, connecting your man to my womb man, a sanctuary that the only two, sanctuary that only the two of us can truly understand. In between my baby making thighs, we are making history. We have the recipe to plant seeds. See, you and me playing a part in creating destinies, bringing forth future kings and queens. We breed so much love we can't fully describe. Let's rest right here in this heaven in between my thighs. That's that piece. Well, well, IG, I have officially gone and got the ice. Mm-hmm. I had to go get a bucket, but it's all good. Because that piece was hot. Mm-hmm. I have never heard that piece from you, and I know you said you just did it, but you gone. You gone, girl. I'm sure Beast King like it. I'm sure he love it. Thank I had to get the ice. Thank you. Mm-mm. I'm going to let my goddess Afro 
speak first before I just do this spontaneous comment on that piece. Thank you so much, Beastie, because I do feel I have to speak on that. Queen A.G., per in between my thighs, 100% cosine. Um, I am a woman that loves space and the heavens and beyond and, and all of those type things. And you touched on various things that just seem to have put me on an imaginary rocket and took me up where I like to be most of the time. And, um, yeah, um, I love the part when you spoke about do with me what you will. Oh, my goodness, and about time standing still. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, personally, if I don't have an experience like that, it's a waste of my time. So um, thank you for channeling whatever woman throughout the universe that feels that way about that special place between their eyes. I thank you on behalf of myself and on behalf of them. And more importantly, you beautifully incorporated this sacred spirituality of appearing between man and a woman. Because for it to be a beautiful experience, it must be heart to heart. It must be spirit to spirit. And it must be a significant thing, a regenerating thing, a blessed thing. And one should go into the experience with each other full and come out of it that much fuller with a complete exchange of power. There should be nothing negative and nothing to take away, only to add, you know. And so, most definitely, for the heaven, thank you. I acknowledge you. And that's all I have to say about that. It's a beautiful piece. And we thank you so much for unveiling it here on Eat the World. Beastie, please, say something. Thank you. All right, thank now you. I can get into my delicatessen. Aji, Aji. Queen Aji. You done made me have to go into my regular voice. Hold on. <clears throat> now, you know what, Aji? Every time you spit a piece. You've never let me down ever in life. And then when you, just the concept of of the deepness just in between the thighs, it had me it had me want to sing that song like I got heaven right here on earth because you you make words sound delicious just with a normal conversation, but when you add it with your artistry as being a poetess that has no label. There's no way they can label you because you're your own woman. But it's your delivery. Your delivery is entrancing. It's like listening to music that just draw you in. And then it's like when you speak, it's like somebody whispering in your ear. And then I could visualize everything you said. That was magnificent. That was very, that was delicious. That was a delicious piece. You made me hungry. You know what happened when I get hungry, Queen Ozzy. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Um, I'm truly humbled by all of your words, and um, this gives me um, strength to continue on with writing, and I just thank you for it. Bottom of my heart, I really do. And we appreciate, you know, we got love. You know, you got love. Team Hungry got love from you. Eat Network got love from you. 
Beast Nation definitely got love for you. You know, you just get love all over the place. So I know for a fact that eventually, very, very soon, sooner than later, we're going to be featuring you. And I'm saying that live. We'll be featuring Aji whenever her schedule permits. And that that is another day that when we feature you, I'm throwing out the red carpet, the blue carpet, the pastel carpet, the purple carpet, all them carpets coming out that day. I appreciate Ooh. that. I know that you're going to be sitting down and relaxing for a little bit, and we'll get back to you. And if you, and if you have to leave, we still love you, and we love you even more. But I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If 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 I could say something quickly to Queen Aji, I wanted to personally thank you and congratulate you on your artistic um, endeavors going over now into books. I want to congratulate you for the anthology that you are part of and also uh, your individual book that's out there. And if you don't mind, you could share with Eat the World and all of the people who are listening as well as in the event page, what it is that you're up to in terms of you being an author. So congratulations and blessings to you on that, Queen. Thank you uh, so much, Afro-Ajanu. Yes, I just, on uh, February 14th, I just released my um, second book, but it is my um, debut novel, my first novel, uh, called Roses Bloom in the Ghetto. And um, it's a it's a book about a young lady who has gone through trials and tribulations of um, not having her father in her life and receiving that abuse from her mother uh, due to her father not being in her life. And um, I do have a, a poetry book out called "The Unprecedented Melodious Words of Aji the Poet," um, and um, we have that book that we've collabed on as well called A Rose is Still a Rose. And um, I'm just thankful to God for all the blessings that he's given to me and all that he has rained down on me. So I, I thank you for that. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you. Thank you. Much love, softly spoken. Congratulations again. And I know you're going to be ready for this. We have an Illinois caller on the line that has, that has came right to the dinner table, so the mic is open. Welcome to Eat the World with Afro Ajanu and Beast King, and we're featuring Softly Spoken. Hello? Hello? Hi, this is my Florida child. Hey. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you for tuning into the show. Oh, my goodness, I'm excited. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, everybody else who's hosting. <laughs> you know me. Gosh, for what a child is peace came. You know me. Hey, hey, I know. <laughs> Good evening. Hello. Welcome. Good evening. <laughs> so, um, I have a question for Softly Spoken. 
Uh-oh, I'm ready. So when you get in front of a mic, what are some things that go through your head? Um, Don't mess up. Don't forget the words. That is the thing that go through my head. And before I hit the mic, I'm doing the piece 10 times in my head before I hit the mic. And I'm probably super nervous, but I try not to show it. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> um, well, may I do this one piece? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm not going to give you the title of this yet, but when I get to the end, I want you to figure out what the title is. So it's kind of like a puzzle. Oh, here it goes. I am the voice of this young generation. I am the voice for every young teen that's scared to speak up and stop violence. I know how it feels to be bullied and talked about. I know how it feels to attempt suicide. I know how it feels to be used and rejected. I might not might not have been in the same struggles as you, but I do know how pain feels. I know how it feels to get traded on by friends you were so close with. I know that feeling when talking to counselors at school about people bullying you. You are scared to walk down hallways thinking they already know you told on them. That moment is feeling when everyone is against you at school. Your parents don't believe that they that you are being bullied. Your so-called friends saying that you talk about people when knowing that they are just lying on you. So that's why your parents don't believe you. This younger generation put labels on every single thing, making you feel like you don't belong with anyone. People having parties that you weren't invited to. Now they are calling you lame and weird. All of your friends smoking and drinking now. You're feeling pressure to do the same. So-called friends use you because they know you have money. Once you give, they feel that it's okay to talk about you and judge you. The younger female teens get pregnant so easily. No one uses protection anymore because they feel it's cool. They won't think it's cool until someone catches a disease. It won't be cool until someone gets really hurt. Older folks killing the younger generation for no reason. The younger generation going against each other instead of helping each other. But we as the younger generation have to fight for our lives and stick together. We have to be there for each other. Our parents and older family members don't understand the things that we are going through. I say that because this younger generation has brought new things to life. Our parents will never understand unless they try. We are in the 70s, 80s, or 90s. This is a new change for them and us also. So we have to stand up and speak up for every teen and young adult that's here today. We can't do everything without help or guidance. We have to be there and stick together. Unity means the state of being united or joined or joined as a whole. We have to stick together or no more will. Stop being afraid and speak up. This violence needs to end now. We are the future. And that's that piece. So, I'm going to guess that the title of your piece is we are the future. Well, you may call but it's actually called unity. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, first off, I want to know, is that piece a personal piece? Oh, it's personal because what, what happened in high school, but I made it 
I made it into a poem to where everybody can relate to it. And I definitely can. Never think that you're alone. Every, I, I wouldn't say everyone, but I say personally myself, I can see myself in those in those words. And I'm happy that you made it through. And one thing I would like to say, we think that our parents don't understand no matter what age they come from. They might have been through the same thing, but they don't express it the same way. You know, our parents try to be strong um, because they're the parent, you know, and they try to stay strong for the family. But that don't mean they haven't had their ups and downs. But I am happy that you have gotten through some 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 things in your life. So I definitely will continue to pray for you, and I cannot wait to meet you, my P-O-E-T sister. I thank you for coming through. You're welcome, and it's good to hear you. God's poetic child. Yes. Yes. No one's down. Boom. I can make you some macaroni and cheese. I can make you some greens. I can make you some chicken. I can get a flambe. I can get it grilled. I can get it fried. I can get it baked. I can get it shake. Whatever you want. I can get the breadcrumbs if you like that. Woo-hoo-hoo. I that. just had macaroni and cheese with extra cheese. <laughs> See, I knew it. See, that's how chefs do. Chefs know that work. I know that work. I know you. I know you eating good. <laughs> how you feel about that, Goddess Afro? Very, very passionate piece. Uh, the young lady definitely went in for broke. And in my opinion, whether it's a quote-unquote beast mode piece or it's an easygoing piece, deep from inside the soul, we still have to go for the, go- for the gusto and aim to break the mic with that thing. And she definitely did that. Uh, this is the first time I've heard of you. Um <clears throat> But it was a pleasure. It is a pleasure. And I look forward to maybe seeing you or reading you around and definitely um, hoping that you would call back the EAT Network when we do appear again for us to hear from you again. You're definitely powerful. And I look forward to you expanding and, and growing and becoming powerful inside your uh, your gift. And I was wondering if you could possibly put inside the event page on Facebook who you are, how you can be found, and what you're doing so that people can link up with you. Yes, I can do that. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night, and congratulations on your feature. woo Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Now you know. <laughs> It's almost that time. Softly spoken, I know this is your first time around these parts. Um, you know, I am a big supporter of E Network and HDR. But you know, if you got something up your sleeve, you know, I'm ready. What makes Eat the World a very special place that everyone leaves filled is that we have a we have what we like to call a grand buffet. And since we're about to have the grand buffet, and you're the queen, we're going to let you embrace it and just enjoy your lovely self as we get down with the get down, because you're going to be hanging out with me and Goddess Afro. And then after the grand buffet, she's going to be bless you with a piece, and I know you wanted to hear the goddess. 
Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm super excited. Yes, I am. Now, but before that, I'm about to bring you some some more inspiration all the way from the west side. And I think you know him. Everybody call him Joe Ski. Softly spoken. <laughs> What's going on, my sister? How you doing? Oh, my goodness. I'm excited to have you here. You know, I'm definitely happy because I haven't heard you in a while because you've not been absent, but, you know, I'm excited. It's all good. It's all love. I'm I'm, I'm just going to say I am happy and congratulations on your feature, you know, and uh, you're doing some things and, and, and keep doing your thing. You know, you're an inspiration to a lot of people, you know, a lot of female poets as well as male poets. So, you know, keep doing your thing. I'm proud of you. Well, that is some great inspiration because sometimes, I'm going to be real honest, um, sometimes I don't feel like I'm getting to people. I just want people to inspire themselves as I inspire them. That's right. That's it. That's it. You know, that's how you do it. So, you know, as long as you can, if you can reach one person and they turn themselves around from doing anything or better themselves, you're doing your job. You know, you've done your job. So that's that's how I look at it. Sister Ajinu, how are you? How are you, Brother Joski? All is well. I'm good. All is well. It's always I'm good, good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Base Kang. What up, Scorpion Kang? What's going on, my brother? All right, so look, let let let's let's let me get this in here. And uh, 'cause I don't want to take too much time from everyone else, but I just have to Get this out, and uh, hopefully uh, Softly Spoken likes this. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the title of this piece is uh, Tears Still Fall for Haiti. So let's go. Did you people know that it's been five years this year? I said five Years since this has taken place. Unlike any other time, I say sadness weighs heavily upon my heart. Human tragedy, devastating loss of life, not from war or malice or even strife, but a struggling nation where poverty is an epidemic. They face the wrath of yet Mother Nature once again. Oh, why, oh, why? The cries ring out loud. Haiti, a land of sunshine and misery. Where the rich has thrived and the poor people have perished. Mother Earth took in (sighs) deep breath. But when she exhaled, a shuddering groan sounded loudly across the globe. It shook all that laid against her bosom. There was no anger in her deeds. She did not intend to destroy or even kill. You see, calamity was beyond her control. With the very earth shaking beneath their feet, there was nowhere to run. Palaces and shanties were, were reduced to rubble, entombing and consuming those who could not escape. Cries heard loudly from beneath mountain stone. They echoed through the streets. So helpless, they weep for those they could not reach. 
scattered and beaten, they were defeated. Together, they hold the loved ones that they could and grieve for the ones that they lost. Now the wealthy as well as the poor are united at last, for there is no time for discrimination when a catastrophe strikes. But out of destruction, out of rubble, hope will rise. From all the demise, like the brilliant sunshine that warms their beloved country, we as a nation will join together and assist them. For we hear their cries. We see them weep, and our heart goes out to them. We will take them by the hand. We will hold them tightly. We will comfort them and lift them up from the dust. And I question at times whether compassion for humanity still exists. And then it's times like this I see that it's in this grand splendor how we can have faith and how my faith as well as yours is restored. But let me tell you, that was the past. Because as I said once before, what has changed in five years? You see, today I stand before you the midst of all the devastating calamity. But instead of sadness in my eyes, let me tell you, I got to tell you people, there is anger. And why is anger there now? Well, what has changed through five years? Not much at all. The people in Haiti are still struggling in poverty. They are still crying in misery. The sun is shining bright, but not as bright as it really should. You see, even after, years after, the magnitude 7.0 earthquake killed over 245,000 people and left another 1.3 million people homeless, conditions in the Haiti capital of Port-au-Prince and surrounding areas, they remain grim. You see, the rich have picked up what they can salvage and not done what they could. People are groaning and dying years later. You see, even cholera is still killing people years later, and that's a major concern. And as of today, over 7,000 people have lost their lives, and the number still climbs even today? What the heck is going on? Doctors flew in from everywhere to see the horror and despair. Those who were entombed and consumed by the mountain of stone are still left to dwell alone? Makes me want to just say, what the heck is going on? What happened to the relief efforts and the funds to help the crying people of Haiti? You see, money was pouring in by the buckets, enough to say, we can rebuild a new Haiti. But due to the greed, due to politics, many continue to suffer. Haitians are strong people, and even on this day, at this very minute, this very second as I speak, they are still scattered abroad and misplaced and having to face the fact that the nations who made a pledge to help them have lied as they relied on their own bailouts, not wanting to hear the screams and the shouts of little kids crying, looking for their parents, and the parents trying to aid the young and who are dropping dead like flies. Don't you understand, people? People are dropping dead like flies. And what's even more disturbing to see are those who claim to want to get paid for their help, trying to get paid for their services, or even exploit people just because they are down. You want to know why my tears have turned to anger? People are just forgetting that people are suffering and still dying. And this is just not happening here in Haiti, but all around the world, even in our own homeland, in the United States of America. 
The question we can raise is this. What mark will you leave on this earth? And as a poet, I am one that will never forget. For the love that is instilled in me, that makes me strong, it enables me to have the strength as well as the desire to help people in need. So I say on this day, on this night, on this area in which I stand, stay strong, Haiti, because I am one who cares. So the question I pose, do you in E? Man, keep them woke. Never let them sleep. I agree. Five years later, you know. Five years. Five years. Five years as of January, five years. And, you know, I I sit back. I wrote a piece about it when it first happened. And, you know, it's it's something that, you know, is dear to me. You know, and I, 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 you know, I just feel strongly. It's not just Haiti itself, but it's just certain things. I lost some good friends there as well, you know, and it's just something that needs to be on the focus. We forget something things even happen in our own home, and we don't think about it no more. And then years later, it'd be like, oh, what happened? To, I remember that. But if we stay focused and put it in the forefront, we can never forget. I agree. I agree. We can't get comfortable. Struggle is not comfortable. It's not comfortable at all. It will never end. But we get quiet because we get comfortable. But you can't be comfortable when so many people are struggling. I agree. Keep speaking, Josie. You know, you know, you know. I love it. You know, I love it. Hey, thank you, sis. I appreciate it. Much love. Much love. Salute. Black Scorpion. Thank you, Thank you Black- my brother. Woo! You had me hyped. I was ready just to punch everything <laughs> in the kitchen until the chef was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It was a poem. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it was a movement, but don't mess up the kitchen. So I was like, all right, we do have to eat here. So I understand. Oh, yeah, we do. You know that, that truckload of ice cream that you wanted? Oh, yes, sir. You got that. <laughs> And then I got Thank this you, girl sir. named Ice Cream to serve you ice cream. Oh, so, oh, oh, hey, I love that. <laughs> you know, Josie love the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my family. All right. Afro? Yes, BC. Yes, I was listening intently to Josie's piece, and it, it, um, it moved me that he would still... Um, think about it and have heart for the people of Haiti. Um, because so much, so many times in society, things are hot um, as they happen in fresh. But as soon as the proverbial smoke clears, we go back to forgetting. We go back to living in a state of complacency. We go back to being uncaring and go back to being selfish as opposed to that temporary spirit of selflessness. And it's a shame. It's a shame that something that great happened to those people on that island nation. And for all of the supposed care and pouring out that was done for the people, not to mention the millions upon millions of dollars, that they still dealing with a hard time. Not only globally, yes. but right there, right there on their own island with their neighbors, who are the Dominicans who are right across the river. So I know a lot about that. Thank, and you. So, Thank you, sis. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. And so 
um, yeah, I, I can understand and I feel definitely where he's coming from with the teeth still fall for the hate and um we, we, we need to we need to cut the crap. If we're gonna care, we should care about our people domestically as well as globally. If we're not, then we need to be forthright and not care. What I cannot stand is I cannot stand wishy-washiness and indecisiveness. If we're going to have separatism or we're going to have unity, especially as it pertains to African people. Let's do this, Mm -hmm. man. Let's do this or we're not going to do this because it vexes me. You know, as my mother used to say, it fries my fish. It really does. And (laughs) And so thank you, Joski. For remembering our, ble- our blessed brothers and sisters on on Haiti, if they could hear it, then they would say to you, "Sac passé," um, <laughs> because it was good, it was dope. Thank you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank you, spoken. Much love, Queen. Thank you, thank you for that phenomenal piece. I cannot wait to hear more. I, I really can't. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be searching these shows and be like, "Is Shoskio?" I don't know if he owns it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back in the swing. Beef King put me in line, so I'm, I'm trying to get, get it going here, you know? <laughs> oh, it's going down, definitely. <laughs> not, not Afro. Yes, BC? We're about to do a mega grand buffet. Okay. So what's going to happen is everyone that is muted... Besides softly spoken, softly spoken, she'll be the second to last. Right when the right when this is over with, when the last person speaks, is going to be Afro, and then the last person to end the show is going to be softly spoken. But everyone that is muted right now, press star eight so I can tell you the lineup that would like to spit a piece. Okay, I got it. It will be seven in this grand buffet. When I open, oh, no, eight. When I also, it's going to be ten in total. When I open your mic, say your name one by one so Afro can get it, because I'm going to leave the mics open. And then after she gets all of your names, grand buffet. Right after the first person say what they have to spit their piece, then the next person, then the next person, then the next person. And then after after these eight, then it will be Afro Ajanu, and, the, and then the end it out will be the feature. Does that sound like a good idea? Oh, definitely. I look forward to hearing everybody. I'm right. Okay, this is going to be the first one. That's opened up. Uh, and your name is? Larry the Soulful Poet. All right. So Larry the Soulful Poet is, is, is the first. And your name is? Who's who? Litone. Okay. 
And your name is? Lady Ferrana. Your name is? This is Mr. Boston from DSR Full Purpose Pins, Jeffrey Sanders. All right. And your name is? The Poet 365. All right. And your name is? M. Dot the Poet. Saying the point that means the mastering. And your name is? Um. <clears throat> I'm sorry, man, charismatic. Okay. And this is Joseph the Poet. He will be the eighth poet. So after him it is after him it is Afro Ajanu, which will be number nine. The number ten will be softly spoken. Now all the mics is unmuted. And before you Afro Ajanu, could you again give them the number count? And once you give everybody their number, then begin. Most definitely. Um, are we naming the poets right now that are participating? Yeah, yeah all the names that you dry, jotted down are the ones that are participating. Okay. Um, Larry, the social poet, will be first. Um, there was a brother whose name I did not get next, and Lady Piranha, then Mr. Boston. Uh, poet 365. M. Dot the Poet, there was another brother between um, that was next, and then Joski the Poet is last. So that will be eight in total. Okay. The, it was an artist from the Illinois, and we didn't hear his name clearly, but. Middle tone. Okay. Little tone. T O N E. Little tone. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. And then, um, well, everything is good to go. Let us have a grand buffet. Mike is sorry. Whoever has a uh, whoever has background noise in their phone, mute your phone until the shit. Yeah. I do apologize. Uh, the person from Illinois, Little Tom. It's him and his father, so it's Big Tom and Little Tom. They're together. Okay, they can do. They're still. They're still in the same number count. They can just be a combination platter. Okay. Okay. Alright. Time to go to war. Time to go to war. They sleeping on my pen. I'm about to go in. Let me unleash the beast, y'all. You know, I feel my pen is being slept on, and this is quite deceptic. So let me spit these bars to penetrate your membrane and make it epic. You see, I drop lyrical bombs like Hiroshima, so much so that the opposition be needing assistance like FEMA. You see, my bite is firm like a pit bull, leaving you feeling pitiful. Then I call it a day and croon like Nat King Cole and make a melody that's unforgettable. 
You see, most can't even do the math of me. Even if you was a fraction, you couldn't be half of me. And y'all sleeping on my pen is straight blasphemy. Other than my music, I'm just like that. And my voice is just like that. But in case you haven't heard, to those who never heard, I'm too true to this. The fact that y'all sleeping on me is just ludicrous. I'm not new to this. You see, some of the poetry community is so one-track-minded, so vast in their words, but their perceptions leave them so blinded. To those who never heard of me once again, hear a word from me. I'm Larry, spoken word, billboard award winner, who does R&D in poetry. You see, poetry to me is way deeper than some hot bars, deep metaphors, and similes. It's potent expression that hits the brain with heat like the sun to its highest degree. Better yet, let me hit them with this tough flow. Let's go. I leave the competition mutilated because they violated. Their whole styles is faded, leaving them cheated. I sing from the heavens, having souls emancipated. When my poetry got them third eye pupils dilated. Through my pen, my thoughts are concentrated, leaving the audience elated. Because for so long they waited. On all levels, I'm a jack of all trades. I'm quite artistic. Let me get ballistic. Because some folks got me twisted. I'm a young singer, poet, actor, young black and gifted. Time to go to war. Time to go to war. They slept on my pen. I just went in. I just unleashed the B-show. In peace. When you hear an artist in, come in with the next one, please. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a good morning. Chirp, chirp. Wait. I ain't got chirp for a while. I ain't chirping. The birds don't chirp no more because now they're lurking. Gunshots are my alarm in the morning. They blow through the side window. Now kids can't go outside and blow bubbles because of the pop they make at the end. Got a 17-year-old who was too afraid to take a chance. She was twice in her heart rate wrapped in linen. Pop, pop. That's why I call it bubble wrap. That's to the kid. He's only seven. Now afraid, he runs, leaving the single mother at home undercover alone crying her heart out because the kids they between her and the wall is now going. Now she wants to be hung over. Now she's hung over this casket because without the money for a proper funeral, she sells her body like it's an attraction. It's disastrous because he, now she let tourists come and go. And now she let tourists come and go. But one tourist decided to stay, and he beat her while blood was trickling down her face. He decided to stay. End of discussion. Period. This is the last time you bleed today. Peace. Understanding hey, me. Lady Piranha, you next. Oh, I believe that um, the young man's father had a piece after him there in the same row I'm after his father does it. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Tone, come forth, please. Finish your piece. Okay. 
Understanding means to understand a point. That means the mastering of something, knowing what to do about something, takes a certain kind of perceptiveness, alertness, and insight of the kind recognizable in the verbal craftsman who stirs your mind while the illusion of your captive. But let me ask you, what do I need to do? What do I owe you the pleasure that is applicable and indispensable beyond sleeping with me? What could I do intellectually that illuminates you when your mind is set on getting with me? My intent is to weave the threads of the fabrics and the friendship and happiness. Whatever you think is going to happen after this is you are assuming. What would bring this artifact to that reality? What point in time have you yet faced the fact? Should you not see the foundation of a articulate man, the foundation of basic activity of man's intellectual existence? So again, what should I do with what reflects in itself, this reality that is the mirror image of your reality, that as you fell into see the reality? What if it is and is not alienating focus and you have walked into an unfamiliar light? What distance of time can be acquired to bridge the distance that liberates the reflective intelligence that reaches the full power of intuitive understanding? Because I am determined not to sleep with you, because if you know there's understanding to your situation of assuming. But the unanswered question still remains, and for the moment you look betwixt and still, what is it you wish for me to do that is applicable and indispensable beyond sleeping with you? Okay. Let me explain in two words. Comprehensible. Observation. So what do I owe you the pleasure but... Use your thoughts to bring your reality, but use your thoughts to bring you to your truth. Recognize the necessity that verifies. I respect you. In peace. Dr. Wisewood. I'm a lyrical doctor. I write prescriptions my patients never heard of, like a single dose of I miss you a day, and every four hour a dose of I love you, see. I heal the things most doctors ain't trained to. I give a man a prescription to cry and tell him to fill it at the nearest place, and if the pharmacist dare question him, he tells them to look at my signature to verify. Take that prescription as prescribed. I'm going to tell you a grown man can and will cry. I've had an occasional script of a shot of adrenaline boosting a man or a woman's confidence to say fuck the bullshit. Several times a day I prescribe hope, strength, and faith. Taken three times daily after every meal. There is no such thing as a menstrual case. I have the perfect medication for that. An IV of crayola crayons and a patch of an empty pad. Draw what's on your mind. Use as directed. My words will have the mind of here, not an echo, but a response. I'm in broken hearts and untangled minds. My scripts have been known to open the third eye. The hardest prescription to prescribe is that of a spiritual guide to an atheist who can no longer rest. The tablet is to be dissolved under the tongue. My prescriptions aren't covered by any health brand. You can't buy them off the street. Stacks of dead presidents can't afford these. They can only be given and written by me. Black piranha, these nations seem hungry and eat. Mr. Boston? Again, me. Okay. Out from the freezer, the old English session screwed the cap and the songs played. Hey, you get off my mouth. 
One swing and the word one swig and the words begin to flow, triads of expressing clearly defined, initiated in definition, accountable to verbal action, contributing to thinking, effective in the value of defined voice. These tales from the old English script, the scholarship, squeeze sequence, and concept of the idea investigation of a living dog, drawn in intellectual existence in all its dimensions of intellectual being. It is tale from the old English script. Artistic eyes as imagination plays a decisive role combined, hold around uh-huh. one energizing center, a successful outline established under observation. Another swig taken and excites the tongue in context, conceptual description, accumulated understanding. Transposed out of the mental sphere, who will take a drink with me and proceed to mastering the context? The constellation in which the thing, the question occurs, expressed in a language which ideally word meaning from the tales of the old English 800 crypt in peace. The harsh reality of American hate created. The harsh reality of American created hate, staring, gaping, watching, glaring at us in the face. Oh, beautiful the gracious guides of American hate, apple pie in the sky lies. We eat it for breakfast. It's on our dinner plate, dousing everything with that shit, killing the black man, the black man child, and the black woman in the streets. Stolen and beaten and changed. Forced to build this racist country, wealth and riches, and we receive shit. Power to the people, Emmett Till, Malcolm, Martin, Brown, Trayvon, Eric, the brutality, the Ku Klux Klan, the matter of the black man, life being taken away in the streets, talk is cheap, surviving America, emancipation incomplete, black in America, a dead-end street, it was a trap all along, you don't belong here. Am I next to be beaten, handcuffed, dead in the streets? America, it's in the black, which means green, imprisonment. Flood the black community with drugs in the midst of a storm, the deluge, watching as we die and survive the harsh reality of America, con hate created. Beaten and abused for asking questions, when will it end? Matt is turning the corner. We will see then, divided and separated from birth, but now we unite, and the night catches up to you. Now, who are you going to run to? Kamani, Kendrick, Timothy, Yalo, Irvin. The revolution is coming after you for them. For those you stole, bought, and sold all power to the people, we coming after you. We know who you are. We have your last names, and we bear the scars. Hands in the air now. No justice, no peace. We are revealing your hidden history, illuminating your story. So it's to its proper glory, John Hansen. Everything we created in this God-forsaken land, embracing the the dignity and the greatness of our motherland. We are everything. The black man is God's first.
first creation. We are the survivors of the Middle Passage and genocide, a double, a double holocaust. Socialism, past, present, and future unite the black man, woman, and kin. The new Jim Crow is over before it begins. Sean, Patrick, T.S. Jr., Dongo, Orlando, and them. Derek, dying in police custody. You're going to pay for your sins. I am a man. You will pay with the harsh reality of American hate you create. The poet 365. Wake up. Wake, 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 wake up. It's time to open your eyes. Get your butt from out your seat and repeat out loud your stories. Take glory from being on this stage. Take this beautiful rage and show me who you are. Poet, speak. Hit them that you're not no, no typical type of poet. You know, the type they display on TVs, big screens, and magazines. I seen they killed another black man yesterday. And they say that his killer had just cause. Just because he was black, I assume it was that the reason, the only logical reason I can come to it all as to why there's no justice. I trust this system not to be so truly flawed. I'm appalled by the mindset this country still has today. You know, they say that you can be anything you ever want to be as long as you have a dream. But the things that you need are like seeds in someone's pocket, gripped in hand and pitched out for us to eat like animals. I like cantaloupe too, not just watermelon and chicken, but that's the description that's laid out for us to see. Don't you see? They killed another black man yesterday. And they say that his killer had just called. Just called my daddy wasn't there. I shaved off all my hair. There's a style in which I walk the way we talk, that slang, you know, that thing that makes us us, I trust them not to understand how disrespected that makes us feel. We need time to heal. They killed another black man yesterday. And they say that we were slaves. But fail to mention the hand of the man who was king of the land they took us from. They think we're dumb. Two slums don't make a right for one man. He was white. The other, who is he? He looked like me, brown skin and dark. That part I failed to get within the 28 days that made it cool to wonder. I wonder, was it just cause he was black? I assume it was that the reason, the only logical reason I can come to it all as to why there's no justice. I trust this system not to be so truly flawed. I'm appalled by the mindset this country still has today. You know, they say they killed another black man yesterday. From Emmett to Trayvon, Martin to Eric, and all the Michael Browns in between, have you seen who them day? They killed another black man yesterday. The time to speak is now. The time to speak. It's right now. In peace. Um, I keep it H-E-A-T-U-P and another G-I-V-E U-P. I keep it H-E-A-T-U-P and another G-I-V-E U-P. For every child. You see, I walk this path for every child. I go to these places for every child. I have a voice for every child. My heart beats for every child. No more Jordan games, love for every child. No growing up that speeds love for every child. No disrespect, teach them 
Well, love for every child. No dealing with wrong people. Love for every child. Let's spread the education for every child. Let's motivate with love for every child. Let's strengthen their mind for every child. Let's speak to them with kindness for every child. For every child, no child left behind. For every child to go into an unlimited state of mind. For every child, somebody loves you. For every child, we care. We are here for you. I cry with joy for every child. I cry with sadness for every child. I cry because of the madness for every child. I cry because of my heart for every child. No young person will not feel alone for every child. No young person will feel unwanted for every child. No young person feeling a love for every child. No, this is a place for love for every child. You see, weapons will come to you for every child. You see, lies will come to you for every child. You see, disappointment will come to you for every child. Be strong. You can make it for every child. I salute those that love children for every every child. I salute these loving parents for every child. I salute these teachers for every child. God bless you all for every child. Mr. Automatic Charismatic Lyrical Legend. For every child, there is my reason to love more. The love for every child, fighting with my heart forevermore. Tell me, I'll grab me up, just cross the bridge line. And F G I V E U P keep it H E A D U P and F G I V E U P keep it H E A D U P keep your head up, never give up. Love for every child. And um paying uh respect to the uh the that took his life in Detroit, Michigan. We gotta love our children stronger. In peace. I am a king. I am a descendant from Egyptian African king. I'm birthed from the womb of a Dominican queen. Have you seen my loins? I'm like a lion. They tried to wipe out my jungle, but you see, I ain't dying. I'm not crying for what you did to me. When you tied that noose around my neck, guess what? I slid free. Because you see, as a king, I know how to build an empire with the same stones that's thrown at me. And you ask, who am I? I'm a proud black man, but I don't sing loud tracks, man. I'm a proud black man who stands for men like me, from filthy rags on paths who sin like me, who bend like me. They don't break. You see, my forefathers survived, so I know what I can take. You see, I know what God created. And it ain't no jump. My history's a mystery. So I script out what I want. I write out what you don't. As you admit accomplishments, reading your stories, wondering where the hell you went, huh, I know who I am. Well, opinions may vary, but I come from by any means necessary, but also from peaceful things like Martin Luther King. Ancestors sang, swing low, but I don't even sing. You see, I don't even swing unless I'm provoked. You see, you paint your face white or you paint your face black with white lips. But uh, let me tell you, Punya, I'm not no joke. 
You wrap your rope around my throat, but I don't even choke. This is the American dream, but I won't even quote. Who am I? I am Adam running through the garden. My skin so soft, but my heart still hardened, smartened by the higher level of understanding. Is there no doubt that you should wonder that I am standing? You see, I'm still demanding your understanding, so you may know who I am. But the question that I pose to you, who are you in Eden? Black Scorpio. My goodness. Thank you all. There is a caller that's on the line. Would you like to come in and spit and be a part of this last bit of the mega grand buffet? Yeah. Come with it. Mike is yours. How do you celebrate being thankful, but you don't celebrate the movement? I took that paid holiday they gave me, and I used it for self-improvement. See, I don't have to wait for Easter or your church to know rebirth. I just work on the quality of my work in a way that allows me to become rebirth. Resurrection through reinvention, I rely on real intention. They say, oh, my God, isn't he trying to redefine the ministry? Nah. Naysayers and doubters don't even listen to my mission. You see, naysayers and doubters too busy whispering about my Christian. And the brother who introduced me to the African diaspora now got a white girl for a fiancé with an asshole like Beyonce, and he stopped spitting Pan-Africanism and ideas to spark reflection. He was diseased with an infection and secretly uncomfortable with his dark complexion. Is it the complexities of living in my complex that got me taking things a little bit out of context? I mean, why do I have this complex and does my process inspire progress? Have I bought into a curriculum of measurable goals, outcomes, and then some, or am I just gainfully employed in a system that's based on income? Does this company even recognize all the overtime that I stayed to, or should I just start taking my dumb ass home at the exact time that I'm paid to? In peace. I like that one. That was good. Thank you so much, brother. What was your name? Let me get your name, please. Uh, Tony. They call me Coach Tony. They call you Coach Tony? Yeah, Coach Tony. Coach Tony. Okay, okay thank yeah, you so I got much. my 14-year-old son, uh, son on the line, too. He stood a little, uh, a little while ago. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you all so much for participating in that grand mega buffet and at this time, if I could come forward, I would like to say a little something to salute Queen Softly. And this is for you, Softly. I am the woman with an issue of ink. Since I was fashioned in utero, I was given a mind to think. But being born with an affliction, being able to speak lisping yet with perfect diction has taken its toll on me. For years, I have communicated to the masses, to every single body that practices me, and removed this stinking ink from me. But alas, no one ever cared to look my way, so I have learned to live with it day by long day. From youth, eyes weakened, trying to read upon a cure, scanning countless consonants and vowels until they became trapped, emotive, and explosive in my bowels. Fingertips callous. Pouring to stacks of card catalogs, wishing that somehow Dewey and his perfect number 
would come to end it all. Night stolen, on the seas of blankets in rebellion of my paternal caregivers, playing voyeur with flashlights, peeping the publicly personal rumblings of laureates, taking my punishment because I would do it again. Advancing on steel in my melodious melody, I have felt sick to my soul that people would think that I am a mind raper, taking the precious musings of other people by force and making them my own illegally. Don't they see this issue is killing me? This helplessness and the inability to not speak, this badge of being a literary freak is mine. I pray you, help. I am running out of time. I wouldn't wish misunderstood intelligence on anyone in this world of my for stupidity. Fast forward to now. Dripping ink everywhere that I land. Constant trembling in the South Park's hand, numb by the insane of the Earth's mundane membranes. I'm desperate. Desperately pressing through my past pains, naysayers, groupies, wannabes, cliques, wolves who think they are slick to the one who knows I am coming. Terminally ill ink to say, who touched me? As I answer, master over it all, it is insignificant, she. And then he turns to me so that I may be so tall, given the authority and wherewithal, as I am told. Your issue is not what you think. Your makeup is viscous and thick. A seed planted in you grows now. Be strong. I will show you how. I turn your ink to virgin blood. Let it flow and let it flood, exposing injustices, crust and crud, landsliding with force, leveling evil with your clay and mud. Fret no more. Go free. You are not diseased. You have no malady. What much or little you have to say, it indeed has validity. And so I rise, you softly rise. Okay, now with India flowing so satisfied because we are knowing that we are women with an issue of ink. No longer in utero, it is our destiny to feel, to speak, to think. Oh, thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much. That, that was beautiful. Thank you. Yes, uh, I definitely want to thank you for coming through. And I'm going to do this last piece. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> I never understood the concept of motherhood. She would say to me, say thank you when somebody does to say something nice. Say excuse me or apologize when you're wrong. Or sometimes if they are wrong and you're right. Give a hug or a handshake when introducing yourself. Be positive in a dark light. Stay pray for in a moment of fright. Always stay close to God because he is there day and night. She taught me to be rich, is to have love. You're only poor when you lose hope. As long as you have another day in this life, you better live it like it's your last night. Don't waste time. And never lose the reason for your grind. Your struggle, hold on to it, will help you remember what you never want to return to and always be yourself. Never lie. Remember that telling your business is a courtesy, not an obligation. Always have patience and keep a watchful eye. Never cry over things you can't change. And if your life remains the same, it is because you won't step out of your comfort box. Educate yourself to others. 
Keep money stashed away for the rain. And remember one last thing I will always, either in life or death, be your mother. I love you. She taught me. In peace. Thank you so much, Softly, for that. You have most definitely graced us this evening with your presence, with your tenacity, and with your sincere and deep love for the arts movement and for poetry slash spoken word. On behalf of Charles Bisking and myself, we wish you success in every area where your heart and your voice and your mind touches, both in and out of your sphere of influence. We would like to thank all of the people who have called today, vocal and silent. We would like to thank all of the artists who came forth and spilled of the spirit and also to share with their, us their talent. And again, on behalf of Charles Biski and myself, Afro Anjuno, we would like to bid you all a very good evening filled with creativity, peace, and artistry. And we would like to see you again on Eat the World. Good night, everybody. Good night. Peace. Peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.